podcast where we talk about things with one super special guest every week. Just sit back, relax, and hear us speak on This Is Happening, the podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to This Is Happening. This is your host, Nathan Streifel. And this is Eric Morris. And today we have the lovely, effervescent, wonderful, fantastic, talented actor, Michael Osborne. Hello! Also, actor and writer, writer and director. And director, yes. He makes a lot of content. Um, and, you know, it's interesting. We were just kind of talking briefly about how this came about. You know, we this is our maybe 27th-ish... Um, 26th, 27th? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, podcast. Uh, we've been doing it for... We've been putting them out for about six months. And um, we reach out mainly to people that we know. Um, yeah. And then occasionally someone, you know, reaches out. Like we had someone from London reach out and booked this British film producer. And um, this, uh, you know, I because we don't, neither Nathan nor I personally know you very yeah. well. Yeah. Or at all. At all. So, at all, really. Well, yeah. only I, mean, I, know, I know you, you have, we, I online. Know, online. We know each other through Instagram yes. and social media. Right. Yes. And we yes. have overlapping social friends. media yes. friends. And well, like actually, that. I heard your podcast because Drew Droby was on it. And yes. he's a friend of mine. And oh, so good. I was like, oh, I got to listen to this podcast. Oh, and so then, that's how you came into it. Was yeah. Yeah. And then, and then um, I think recently you, I don't, it was pretty recent. You had Joel on. Uh, Joel Michael. Yeah. 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 So he's a friend of mine too. And I was like, what the hell? You guys know like all these people. It was like so great. Oh, nice. That's yeah. awesome. I've yeah. known both Drew and uh, Joel for years um, through film festivals and, you know, being gay and working in the <laughs> entertainment industry. Yeah. And, um, so, and they're both delightful. Yeah. Um, and both have films at Outfest. Yeah. Which is happening as we are recording this. Are you going to Outfest at all? I went yesterday to the Boy Shorts program. That was really fun. Oh, Boy Shorts, yeah. Was it good? A, they're doing it again on Thursday night. If I you should try to know. check that out. Are really we going good. to something on Thursday? We have a conflict, I believe. Oh. I'm seeing something else on Thursday. Oh, wow. Sorry, boys. Shorts. <laughs> I've been to. I think I went to boys shorts last year. Was it the sex one, or was it more no, just? No, it was uh, just like connections. Like, and they were really varied. I mean, there was a documentary called Share, which is really good, really upsetting. Um, is it about Cher? It's it's not about Cher. It's so regular. Spelling. I was gonna say like <laughs> an upsetting documentary. It's like a really Cher. What's the, upsetting about Cher? <laughs> it's the first autobiography she really takes in. <laughs> 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 like you have no idea what Sunny put it. Oh my lord! <laughs> the tales. <laughs> um, no, it wasn't that flashy. It was a much more quiet documentary, but uh, that was really good. And then there was one called Sam did it with Alfred Molina. That's really hilarious. Oh, wow, that's the, amazing. Yeah, wow, this guy. He was in a short. That's yeah, cool. it's really funny. I highly recommend it. Sam did it. Sam okay, did cool. it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Really awesome. I went to, I think, the... They they do a shorts program that is, like, sex-oriented, sex, sex oriented, kinky kind of stuff. And th- I think that's the one I went to. Not quite... Um, I think that's what I thought this would be. They may or may not do that every year, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I, think they, probably, I think they have it every oh, year. Good. I think it's, like, a yearly thing. Good. They must have one that's more geared just towards that. Certainly the short that you've conceived would fit into that... 
Um, yes, the one thing that keeps coming, you keep bringing up about all the fun. Yes, yes, yes. What is it? What is I've it? I've got this like gay kind of kinky drama that I'm I'm in pre-production for, kind of. Love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do most, you know, more comedy yeah. generally. So yeah. stretching my wings. Yeah. Putting yeah. on the bondage. <laughs> As one does. Spreading one your times. wings and also harnessing your wings. Yes, exactly. At the same time. You know. Indeed. So Spreading something. Michael. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> With coconut oil. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Oh, it's another shout out to coconut oil. We need, we need a coconut oil sponsor. Yes. I would totally. love to be sponsored by coconut yeah, because there's so many uses for it, as we were discussing off air. Um, <laughs> Put the nuts in coconut. <laughs> so, Michael, where are you from? I'm from LA. Um, I'm one of those weird uh, LA unicorns. Like, my grandparents were born here, my parents were born here. No one oh, really left. Third generation LA. Yeah, isn't that wow. crazy? Did you grow crazy. up knowing Joel Michael? Because he's from here too. No, I know Joel through one of my high school best friends, Caitlin Doubleday, and she and Joel are really close friends. Oh, that sounds very grand. Double Days. Double the Double Days. Yes. Publishing family. It's a family born in a trunk. It's an actor family. Uh, well, mm. good for them. Yeah, yeah that's great. nice too. Yeah, they're lovely. <laughs> the other Double Day. They're beautiful. Yeah, the other Double Day. Um, but yeah, that's why I know Joel. Just like over the years, just you know, party group friends. And yeah. Well, he's a, he's very social. Yeah, you know, he's... he just tends to know everyone. Yes. And and he's lovely. Yeah. Where in LA did you grow up? What neighborhood? Uh, in West Hills in the Valley. Okay. Oh, okay. You're so, a Valley girl. I'm a Valley girl, and then <laughs> so and I so I grew up in the Valley until ninth grade, like freshman year high school, and then I found out about this high school, which. I just listened to your pickle episode, the high oh, school yeah, you went yeah, to, yeah. Hamilton. I found out about that high school, and it, at the time it was like fucking fame. You know, it was just like you right. could, like eighty thousand dollar Broadway scale productions. Oh uh, my so god! So it was like a school for the performing school arts. for the performing nice. arts and the musical like fame. Yeah, exactly, and especially the musical theater program was just like unbelievable. So and Leroy was there. And <laughs> Everyone was there. Debbie Allen. Debbie Michael Allen did was not there. hype it like that. He was like, I went to this performing arts, blah 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 blah. Yeah, it was, I didn't know it was so. Well, he's he's younger than I am, I think. Um, mm-hmm. We'll yeah. just say he's younger than I am. I'm not sure what I. Assume. Who knows? We all. Uh, who knows what the same age generation. Is, uh, what yes. is it? I don't even know how old I am anymore. <laughs> but I was there at the like the end of the heyday of that school. Gotcha, Basically, like when they like, gotcha, kind of gotcha. lost all of their funding and like the the people, the powers that be, and all this stuff. But you still reaped some of those. I benefits. was there for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And okay. so, so I, so I would travel an hour back and forth every school day to go to this musical theater. Me too. School. You did in you New York. Oh, really? I commuted into the Bronx from across the river. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know was it because it was like a special school or? It, it's school? just a very nice, good, very, very good private school um, called Horace Mann, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, it was worth going to. Yeah. But it took a long time. I can't believe. I like you know, you'd get up at like six. Yeah. At, at least. the latest. Yeah, because I think we had to be there at sometimes at like. 7.15? I commuted... 7.30 for, like, Glee Club rehearsal? Uh-huh. I commuted, to like, 10 to 15 minutes from 
uh, East Aberdeen to West Aberdeen across the bridge oh of, the Sh- of the Shayless River. So you just like roll out of bed, like <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It was like got, very small town. Yeah, very small town. My sister drove me to school. <laughs> she I was never a senior when I was a freshman. She parked in senior parking. It took, yeah, it took like ten to fifteen minutes to get to the school. Very small town vibes. Very. Wow. But um, sometimes the bridge would go up for a... Tugboat? Um, a, a tugboat, a lot... <laughs> they don't, not for the tugboat. A special ship. What the, tug was, what the tugboat was tugging, which would usually be log, uh, shipments of logs, because that's what... It sounds very generally ships, all of this. But, you know, if the bridge went up, then, <laughs> then the commute would... You know, that, that turn into 20 minutes. Oh, that's... Oh, 20 minutes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> horror. <laughs> the horror. <laughs> so, but that's very dedicated of you. So you did that. Yeah. Um, and did you push that? You you told yeah. your parents, like, I've got to go to You the found school. out about it. I found out about it because I was really into musical theater already. Like, I was taking dance classes and voice lessons, and I was in the community theater school, and uh, not school, but, you know, community theater outside of school yeah. and all that stuff. Were your parents uh, art- artists performing? No, not at all. My dad makes furniture, and my mom, oh. like, ran my grandfather's engineering firm, basically, so... Oh, whoa, those are, like, yeah. interesting different types yeah. of things. Yeah, I mean, my else. dad's an artist. He's a craftsman, I guess. Yeah. He, ne- he doesn't see himself as an artist, so he's, he definitely wasn't, like, you know... He feels more like a... I'm, He's like, I'm really I'm good at what I do. Yeah, you got to be the best at what you do, and da da da. You know, like it's interesting though. A lot of people that make furniture also kind of like have a little bit of an artistic thing on the side. Like maybe they'll uh, craft little pieces of art as sure. well, or yeah. or paint or whatever. I I know people that do that. That's he, he does cars now. That's his new thing. He works on like classic cars and stuff. Oh, that's oh. cool. Which is really cool. He just showed us a car on Father's Day. We we're like. What the hell is this thing? It's for like 1926. Wow. Blah, blah, blah. I don't really know cars that well. But Does he, did you grow up with all of his furniture in your house then? No, but I currently sleep on a bed that he made, which is really oh, interesting. Nice. Does he, oh, the things that go on there. You know. He never intended. He never intended. <laughs> Thanks, Daddy. Thanks, Dad. Love the craftsman style bed. <laughs> Is it wood? Does he work in oh, wood? Oh, it's wood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he works in wood. And, and now so do I. Just a different scenario. <laughs> oh, fun. Uh, so then did you leave? Uh, LA for college? I did. I went to, I really wanted to go to New York and oh, I found yeah. out about um, Ithaca College, which has like an amazing yes. like, BFA. Yes, they do have and I have friends that went there. Yeah, like really good. So I was like, I'm going there. And Oh, wow. You, know, you experienced those Ithaca winters? Yeah, well, only once. Oh, you didn't, you didn't I left. stay? Yeah. I, it, I just. I visited Cornell in February and I was like uh no hell no <laughs> they call it the Ithaca Gray people jump no, off that bridge they do yeah oh god it's my um one of my one of my favorite teachers in grad school is now the head of the theater department there really at Ithaca College yeah oh, wow. Catherine Widener shout out to Catherine oh. loved you she taught Shakespeare she's fantastic well, she's surely listening yeah she better be <laughs> sorry Lee Byron that you're gone now <laughs> <laughs> so um, you didn't stay I didn't did stay you, did you I, like Ithaca I I liked being there but I hated the program. Oh, um, yeah. I just didn't, you know, I had only done musical theater my whole life. And then I was like, I'm going to do Broadway. And then I got there and I was like, I don't want to do this. Oh, I was, it like, was it like 
very serious or Super, yeah conservatory like you re-audition and you you know you just keep going and it's all conservatory so that's what you live and breathe it right. which I loved that part but I think it was also because I wasn't out and I was like oh you weren't out in college no I mean that's a big part of my story is that I didn't come out until two years ago Oh my gosh, yeah. that is crazy. Is, no wonder Silver Lake after that. Which is covered in Silver Lake after that. That's right. Which yes, I assumed that was yeah, autobiographical. Yeah. Yes, it's definitely autobiographical. Like, when I, like, the way that I came out was I got super wasted by myself and, like, downloaded Grinder and was just like, I'm doing this. And we'll see if this is true. We'll just see if this is a true thing about me. So were you, so you just didn't dating know. women and stuff? I didn't or? know. I had always dated women. I almost got married to a woman. You oh, know, huh. I lived with, together with women. Like, always fell in love with girls when I was a kid. You Scattered know. children throughout the <laughs> Southland. Exactly. Just like <laughs> so, <laughs> so you didn't have like a non-interest. See, because for me with women, I was like, not in my cup of tea. I was, it was like very clear to I, me that I, I was not. I think I'm way more on the spectrum than that. Yeah. You know? But totally. sexuality can be really fluid and people, yeah. different people are different levels of whatever. And it changes. And for me, it's just okay. like, yeah, sure. I just one day was like, you know, I was dating this girl for like three or four months and I was just like, this sex is not fun anymore. Like, mm. I was just like, this is yeah, not like, working. But if she had a dick, it might be better. I was like, what if she had a dick? <laughs> <laughs> what if I just turned over? <laughs> no, yeah, but that's like pretty much how it happened. And then, and then once I like started experiencing, well, and I always say like, the, the after I sucked my first dick, I was like, oh. Like, it was like, all of a sudden, just like, light bulb, like, yes. oh, that's what life it's is. It's like your first cup of coffee. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Cheers to Cheers. that. Cheers. We're coffee. drinking coffee, everybody. This is a, this is not a rosé-influenced one. In addition to coconut oil, this episode is brought to you by Newman's Own. Ah, <laughs> organics. <laughs> and curing. Thank and you. Eric's and Eric's Thank you yes. both. We're just, we're, uh, we're sponsor at the sponsorships concert. are flying in. <laughs> <laughs> um... So that's that's really interesting though. Did you have gay friends? You didn't tons try- of them. You yeah. must have been completely exposed. Did you try you- to like experience the the culture and the, or like go go to a gay bar? I was and, like, terrified. Interact? Terrified. Yeah. It was completely suppressed, <clears throat> buried. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and because I come from a very conservative family, even though they're from LA, like right. my mom was raised Catholic, my dad was raised Catholic. Yeah. You know, they don't have any gay friends. They don't... You know, it wasn't an option. How do they react? Amazingly. Oh, that's so nice. That's yeah. Awesome. Which was shocking. I, I, you know, I waited a year to just, like, live my life and see... You know, test it out. So did like, you? Yeah, you don't want to be right away. figuring. Yeah. That's the first like, thing I did. Were you like? So you downloaded the grinder, and then it was it like that night? Yep. I was like talking to this like twink, and he was just like, "Oh, you're funny, and you're cute," <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, great. Do you want to come over?" He's like, "Pick me up. I'm drunk," and I was like, "Okay." And it was like, like three a.m. and different I was like, than the straight world. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "This is," and also like. My, my dick was like exploding at, yeah. at the, the second I like downloaded Grindr I was like oh my god like this is like really thrilling <laughs> you know like cause years of, of yes suppressed sexual yeah. energy yeah I mean that first um that first uh um orgasm must yeah. have been 
uh, just letting yourself out of control. Well, just letting yourself literally, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Like I was like, oh shit, you it's already him. over. You like <laughs> <laughs> I murdered him. I bludgeoned him with my dick. That no. poor drunk twink. <laughs> that poor twink. <laughs> well, what was he was it? the last guest <laughs> of our episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> He left earlier today. He was like, he heard I was coming, and he's like, I gotta get out of here. We just just interviewed Zach Noe Towers. I don't know if you know him, but I know the name. I don't know him. He's a comedian, and could have easily played the part of that... uh, Of that twink. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. At the time, drunk twink. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever that was. Yes. (laughs) Two years ago, yes. Uh, Well, maybe maybe he's aged out of that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He's still very twinky. He's very twinky. Oh. In the best possible way. He's right. the loveliest, loveliest person. He's the loveliest, loveliest twink. <laughs> I, I don't consider twink a negative connotation. No, especially not anymore. I feel like I body types are so more... <laughs> it's part of my search terms on... Uh, <laughs> totally. Not me. I got called daddy this week. Did you? Really? Um, yeah, and I... So I wanted to slap this guy through the internet. I was like, Daddy? What are you talking about? Me? Who are you? Take it back. <laughs> well, was he like Was he like 17 or something? I don't know. He sent me a message on Instagram. I posted one of those, you know, shirtless pictures of well, myself. And then he and called he, you Daddy. He was like, Daddy. Oh I was like, God. Daddy? I've never been called Daddy. <laughs> that's, that's what's weird about coming out so late is that like instantly people are just like, Oh, Daddy. Daddy. I'm like, I'm not your fucking Daddy. <laughs> Like I'm not, I'm not ready for that. Do you get daddy sometimes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but like, like at Pride, I was like at the parade and I was standing there, and this giant bear just comes and grabs me mm-hmm. from behind. And oh right, nobody could see this, but he grabs me by the tits. He's grabbing his uh, breasts and grabbing his, tits. his and and he's just like, ooh, daddy, yeah. And I was like, I'm not your fucking daddy. Like you'd be my daddy, motherfucker. Like, yeah, right. Like, right. <laughs> I think people have different ideas about what, what a daddy means. is. It's yeah. amazing though how many people are looking for that. Oh yeah, which is not myself bad. included. Not I'm, a bad thing. Daddy's for one me. of my search terms. Give it to me. <laughs> I think daddy's a fantastic thing. Mm-hmm. I think I love it. I think it's great. Mm. Yeah. So did you had you gone to Pride before? Uh, I'd like gone to the parade, but like you know, kind of just as ran a, away as, as an ally. Not by myself. Yeah, exactly. And what's crazy is I lived in West Hollywood for like five years. Oh my! So gosh, you were right so in it. I was insane. And you didn't like really much go to gay bars at all. Never. Like, no, I would never go to gay bars. Wow. Never. I'd go to Akbar like once a year if if a, a gay friend had a party or something. And you so know? after that grinder experience, was it just a total switch? Was it just like? Yeah, it was. It was like floodgates are open, um, and and basically like I'm just gonna keep doing this. And then I was on Grinder for probably three months straight, every single day, all day long. Oh, totally! Just like setting up meetings and just like. Well, yeah, years and years and years of catching up to do. You were yeah, like, and then I don't know if that's the best way. It wasn't to meet people. It wasn't. I, you know, it's hard to avoid these days. But I yeah, know, just like uh, it's taken me a while to get out of that phase. You know, yeah. because that was the only option I had. Yeah. You know, because I was still technically in the closet. I was just experiencing it for myself. Right. You know, so it was like, yeah, having a lot of like out-of-body experiences I think because those apps exist though that it's made people a lot less open to meeting people in person yeah like at at bars yeah 
it used to be that's how you met people. Right. Yeah, there was no, there were no apps. Yeah. You know? I feel um, like I still meet plenty of people out and about. Yeah. I don't I, know. I guess I so. I just, I, I do feel like it's, like, I don't, I don't see how you cannot be on some of those. Yes, it's hard not to if you're single and it's if like, you're yeah. single and and you you know you ha- you get your moments and you're just like I just need somebody to come over right now or like right and it yeah. just it becomes a necessity. But I will say like I you know I've met people that I've actually dated longer term through different apps, you know, like through Bumble and OkCupid and stuff like that. Does Bumble have a gay thing or was yeah. it back in your straight days? It's not a gay thing, but you just say you're into men and they say so you're they, into men. They, so they, they cater it towards whatever your orientation yeah, is. Yeah, totally. I've never used Bumble. It feels very, like, um, upwardly mobile or something to me. Oh, nice. Yeah. Upwardly mobile. You know what I mean? Like, like you... Like you like, meet, like, nice, good people on Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, I'm people, like, with... You know, career. Put their shit together. You know, yeah. You know, not the criminal drug addict (laughs) that I tend to take. Yeah, that we all tend to just be drawn towards. Yeah, Yeah. the bad boys. The bad boys. Yeah. Yeah, I downloaded Bad Boys Club the app, and that's why. No. Is there one? I was like, what? (laughs) What? It's kind of genius. Like, excuse me. Um, (laughs) Download. I have to go. Uh, fun. So, uh, were you also um, were you writing uh, while closeted? Not as much. Um, but the ideas that came to me were very much like sketch ideas, like just kind of you know, like anecdotal life situation. Yeah, because I've always seen life as really um, hilariously dark and mm-hmm. sad. Yeah. Which makes me laugh for some reason. Like I just think that's well, life. That's nice. Yeah, no, you know life I mean? can be really hard and yeah. sad. Yeah, and I think I've and I've also been through deep years of depression, mm-hmm. obviously from suppressing myself for so long. You know. Yeah. So a lot of ideas came out of that. Like I actually wrote a play. Did you have any therapy once you came out? Well, I had therapy up to the point where I came out, mm-hmm. and what was so upsetting is when I came out to my therapist, she was just like. Yeah, well, that's why you're here, Michael. And I was like, what, bitch? Oh my like, god! You didn't tell me this like five that's years like ago? That's like the Matrix shit. She was like, well, um, don't you remember that like the first day you came to me, you said that you just wanted to break out of yourself and like explore and like try new things and like maybe you want to try uh, exploring your sexuality. She's like, you don't remember saying that? And I was like, no. So this little, really so for register. five years, your therapist so, yeah. was like, Will this be the week that Michael comes out? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's really, uh, that's a little bit too hands off. I me. think so, and it's weird because she was like, she changed my life. I mean, she uh, took me, like, when I was there, I was like this out-of-work actor that just, like, didn't know what to do. You know, just feeling like yeah. I've, I'm giving up. Like, I don't know what to do. I was, like, working at the Apple store at the time, and I was just like... So did you move we were back? Ge- you were a Mac genius? I was a Mac genius. <laughs> well, I didn't know you had such credentials in your past. Well, you didn't yes. put that on your resume. Oh, well, I can't, I can't just tell everybody that. <laughs> they want me to fix their iPhone all day long. You know? <laughs> so were you, did you just move straight back from Ithaca College then, and then um, started trying to make it as an actor in L.A.? Yeah, in a yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like... I wanted that. That was another thing at Ithaca. Going back to Ithaca, I 
I realized I don't want to do musical theater. I want to just be an actor. And I yes. want to do movies. And I'm from L.A. What the fuck am I doing in Ithaca, New York? Yes. And everybody was kind of like, you're young. You should do it now. Right. So, and I have certain amount of regret about that. Because, you know, you build such a community in college. And I had to, like, find it for myself. Mm-hmm. Like, running around, like, fucking Hollywood at 18, 19. Yes, you know, like, yes, yes, you yes, just yes. do crazy shit. And it's, like, dirty and, you know. Um, but what you know like you're just like hanging out to all hours of the night and you're like oh yes it's hard to find the right group of people yeah you're just not meeting good people yeah but Absolutely. doing drugs with Chris, doing Kirsten drugs. Dunst. <laughs> exactly. It's like these people are I mean, pretty made. much. Pretty much. Yeah. No, I know. You're at the chateau and you're the everyone's on coke and yeah, yeah. like that kind of stuff. No junior high. <laughs> oh junior high. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Pretty damn close. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I ran back here and just like, I wanted to just study with like working actors, so that was my focus. And so did you go to, uh, did you go to sort of um, school? I went or? to like, Steppenwolf has a school out here. Mm-hmm. So I studied with all those guys, and that is, I mean, if you ever know if actors looking for a training out here, that's incredible. You, you recommend the stuff. Yeah, because like Alex Billings, do you know her? She's on Transparent. Yes, 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 yes. She's incredible. Oh, I do know who that is. Yeah, yeah she's an incredible teacher and uh, Jeff Perry. Trans. And, yes, exactly. Yeah, she's like one of the most like groundbreaking trans women of like ever. She's Absolutely. Incredible. And she's great she's, on the TV she's show She's great too. on she's Transparent. Great on Transparent. Totally. Yeah. 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 And she's doing a show on Broadway soon, they just announced. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, but what so is it? Is it an original show? Do you know? I think so. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, That's I just saw it on her. On her There's thing. a lot more trans visibility on There's, Broadway. It's, it's everybody's Pepper talking about it right about now. Peppermint is about to be yeah. in, in the Go Go's musical. Yeah, totally. Um, Scarlett Johansson just stepped down. She stepped down. Role. Yeah. Well, I know, but the, the minute the I heard that, I thought like, oh there goes great, the money. that movie won't happen now. Yay! Thought, People were yeah. like talking about it on stage at Outfest, and I was like, there's no way they're gonna you make know, that movie maybe now, now yeah, that yeah. all of the publicity has happened around it, it actually will get made. Good point. You know, it could. It could help because of the huff and and puff and all of the you know the people going look 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 at they the film they can look scrape at this film. together like seven dollars seven dollars and, uh, and make it you know um, <laughs> and it'll show it out fast but well, I, think, I, think it's it's gonna be fine. I think I think I think she did the right thing I, I, I'm she happy. absolutely did the right thing yeah. I think that she gave a very thoughtful statement afterwards yeah. you know saying that she you know she realized she was glib and and offensive kind of when she first reacted yeah, to it because her really first cool. reaction was like well I refer you to you know Charlene Ther- Charlize Theron and Jared Leto and blah 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 yeah all these people that have won you know awards yeah. for playing trans people but it's just it's a different time and change is happening really quickly yeah and, yeah mm-hmm. um so she she did do the right thing. I agree. Yay, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson. Because <laughs> you need more accolades. It will Scarlett. be. Yeah, it will, it will be interesting to see what kind of happens with that film. I'm interested to see if they end up actually, if it. Yeah, and I did, I think it's and I think it's a true story about someone. I don't know anything about it at all. Mm-hmm. So I mean, maybe it's a story that simply must be told and will be. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. I hope yeah. So. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Um, so, okay, those acting teachers. Right, yeah. So, yeah, so I studied there, and then I studied with Rain Wilson. You know him from, like, The yes, Office and stuff? Yes, 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 of so, And then he kind of, like, really changed my acting life. And yeah. just kind of, like... Uh, he seems super zany. He's so zany, and then 
when you when I studied with him, we did clown work. Oh, that was wow. a huge part of it, clown oh, work, nice. and I, I didn't even know that was a thing, like the French style. Sure. You know, yes. and um, that was in. It's like broke me open, you know. And uh, have you seen Baskets? Yeah, I love it. It's so, so funny. Good. Yeah. Well, Louis Anderson. Yeah. Oh, oh Louis Anderson. Kills so, how it. was it that your therapist changed your um, life with the acting? She she helped me to realize that I wasn't just an actor because I had okay. always written. I always just did, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'd never considered myself a writer. And certainly not a director, even though I had directed my friends in plays. Like, had, like right. I would just do that. And mm-hmm. and same with producing, too. Like, I've always just been the person that will organize things and make things happen. Yeah. But never thought of that as a worthy skill because it wasn't acting. Right. You know? I mean, as we've discussed with, uh, you know, anyone that's a content creator here, you know, on our podcast, um, you can't just sit around and, like wait for auditions and then yeah. go and hope to be part of someone else's vision yeah you know, nobody's like, thinking of you like that like, yeah they, I mean like you might get a great shot at something and yeah. they, you know but you have to create your own content yeah and, yeah and you do get those great shots but two two they, times a year is not right, enough exactly and two times a year a career does not make <laughs> yeah and, and you're if you're not like, I don't know. I mean, I studied for so long, 10 years straight. Yes. You know, and every possible style and and teacher and school yep. and all that. But at a certain point, you have to just be an artist and you have to know what your voice is. Mm-hmm. And the only way to do that is to make stuff. Yeah. You know, be in stuff or make mm-hmm. stuff. And if you're not doing that, then you're just sitting around... You know, the cliche of, like, waiting for the agent to call and all that stuff. That's I, that's very much how I feel like I'm right now. I, I feel like I went to school for so long, and it was just so much training, 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 training. Yeah. And I was taking it... Uh, uh, last year, I was taking a class in L.A., an acting class, and I was just like, well, I don't want to be in class anymore. I don't want to yeah. be doing any of these things. I don't need it. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. Uh, I know what I'm doing enough to, you know, at least be trying and making things. And I feel like... Creating my own stuff is so rewarding, and it makes you feel so validated, and yeah. so like, um, at least for me, there's um, a confidence that comes with it too, because Absolutely. you're not relying on anybody else to say. Yeah, and you know you can do, you can, you know that you can have an idea. I think that's the thing is like that's what my therapist helped me with. Kind of going back to that is that she kind of taught me the like cognitive restructuring in my brain of how to have an idea and say, oh, that's a, that's funny. Mm-hmm. What if I write it down? Okay, I wrote it down. What do I see happening for this? Oh, I could kind of see it looking like this. Oh, who's going to be in it? Oh, who's in it? And then it just starts... And to make it real. Exactly. To make it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is such a huge leap, but it only happens incrementally. It's very small steps and it's yeah. hard. Yeah, but you just don't... It feels like a behemoth. Yes. You know? It's like, hard to realize and kind of to make that transition in your mind to say whoa I just have to do that one little thing and then that will make this happen instead of thinking I want to make a movie oh god what is that (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. and then and actually that whole process is kind of the conception of what this podcast you know is about like and and why it's called this is happening you know it's just it's it's really meant to be about like that you know getting someone to tell us their story and about how that whatever it is that, they, that they're doing, how that came to be. And then right. that kind of moment of realization where you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah. You know, that, 
this is this is happening. Yeah. Um, so that just kind of occurred to me that we were being. And what's happening for you right now is this short that you made. Yeah. Called um, Silver Lake Afternoon. Yeah. Silver Lake Afternoon. Yes, which we just saw. Oh great! And it is a very Silver Lakey afternoon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I lived in Silver Lake when I first came to LA, and ha- well, there weren't apps, but but I certainly you know I, I had you know encounters, you know, like that. Yeah. Um, I liked it. And it was, you, you highlighted a bunch of very Silver Lake landmarks. You're walking by the reservoir. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where that little shrine is. But it's, it's up above the reservoir. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that like a permanent shrine that you'd found? Or yeah. Or liked it for the... I just thought it was incredible looking. It was yeah. so weird. And it just, is very weird. And it's kind of rich. Like it's textured and... You know. It looks very like um, Mexican. Yes, it's very Mexican. Yeah, and it's so which is which is part of um, Silver Lake, Silver Lake, yeah. and LA, and, and just, LA yeah. in general, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's about a guy who hooks up with someone on Grinder, um, and you know when he shows up at this place, it's not really the the guy the guy who's hosting. It's not really his place. You <laughs> right. know, that guy is super sketchy. Yep. Um, but played but by a, played by a very charming <laughs> by a charming actor. Yeah, Dakota Dakota Green. He was really good. He's so great. I I met him through Drew Drogi actually. And um, oh yeah, yeah. And have they worked together? Uh, well, Dakota went to Groundlings, and I think he went through Sunday Company or so. Okay. And that's actually how I know Drew as well, because I worked at the box office at the Groundlings for like six years or something like oh, that. Fun. Oh, So I was just like in that world. Yeah, you were also taking classes? There? I took the first level and I hated it. Oh, wow. I'm not like a big, like, Imp- demonstrative yeah, character. Improvising person. is a very specific. Yeah, improv I love. Like, I've done all of UCB and iOS when they had it until they closed down recently. Right, yeah. they did. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, when they closed down, they posted this video on Facebook and tagged me in it. And I'd never seen this video. It's when like some news station came to film us like doing a show, uh-huh. and I was twenty or maybe twenty one, mm-hmm. and I was I was watching it when they posted, it and I was like, oh my god, I was a fucking twink. Like I was uh-huh. like, I had no idea. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like this skinny little like femme. Like uh-huh. I was like, what? I. And I, who I thought I was is somebody completely different. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? And then you just... Your sense of awareness, yeah. And especially when you, when you see yourself on film, on, on, you know, like, you really, like, you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know, it's like, that's how people perceive you, but you're just inside of yourself not getting that at all. That's yeah, and, and, and that was a big part of me, of uh, being an actor, too, at, like, for so many years because it wasn't out there was, like, the deepest part of myself wasn't available. Yeah. So even though I could I could do the work and I, and I would book occasionally, I still didn't feel like myself when I was in the room. I was still so self-conscious. You were probably creating some sort of, like, or, exterior. You know, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you were putting up barriers and just, like, okay, like, I don't want anyone to see, you know, this. I have the opposite this. problem. I think <laughs> myself as a twink, and then when I see myself on camera, I'm like... Who is this butch, masculine Who's this? Man? <laughs> you look at yourself and you're like, Daddy? Daddy? <laughs> Daddy, is that you? <laughs> Papa, can you hear me? <laughs> oh, <laughs> funny. <laughs> no, I don't. I feel the same. I'm, 
I, I feel like the more you film yourself, the better. That's part of the other thing about making the content is because then you're forced to you kind get of used to it. look at yourself and hear yourself and be yeah. like, okay, this is who I am. Yeah, and then you stop judging let's, yourself. Let's stop pretending. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like that, that was like when we made that short, it was like... You know, that's why we cast Dakota, too, because he was just so himself. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, that's exactly what I want. He's super comfortable. Yes. And, he, it, it, like, he played that um, part of someone who's, like, you know... Let's make out. You I, Well, using someone else's place, probably without <laughs> their necessarily knowledge. And certainly, not for that. Certainly yeah. not, <laughs> not with their knowledge of, like, he's about he's going to use it and, like, have grinder hookups come yeah by. yeah um <laughs> you know and um, that actually happened to me you know like i actually went to this guy's place and we were smoking and we were just like hanging out making out whatever and this guy walked in on us he was like hey i'm here out. to walk the dog and we're sl- i was so like what <laughs> and then he's like and he was just so nonchalant about the whole thing and he's like i'm kind of in between places yeah yeah, yeah pretty uh, much yeah mm. Yeah. Well, that's intoxicating. <laughs> it was, and, but then, but then no, it was like really magical. Like that's what the whole like. Yeah. Right. It's just kind of like, oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I guess it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal, and and that's like the best part about those random hookups. Like it's kind of magical sometimes, yeah. especially when it's in the middle of the day, and if you're just like, wow, that was cool. That yeah, was I went on a hookup like, once a few years ago that was like from Grinder, I believe, and he was like, you want to go on a run? So I was like, yeah, let's go on a run. So we ran back to his apartment, <laughs> and it was hot. It was yeah. like, really sweaty, and we'd been running, and it was the middle of the day, yeah. and it was just like, it was fun and sexy. We smoked some weed. Also, of course, yeah. It's just like... Yeah. It makes it more... Hazy. Yeah, hazy. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It could have been called hazy afternoon. That's true. That was, <laughs> that was probably a real East Hollywood afternoon, I imagine. That was that was very much an East Hollywood. I'm gonna make my own East Hollywood. Do it. Be a series. <laughs> Echo Sell Park it to Grinder. We'll make millions. <laughs> Frog Town idea. afternoon. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Marchmont Village afternoon. Yes, I love it. I'm Pacific so Palisades afternoon. Ooh, that would be a little bit different color. Much more Republican feeling. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No faces on that app. No, yeah. <laughs> so are you writing new things? Are you yeah. looking, are you making Yeah, I'm working on a series. Um it's called Late Bloomer and it's very much about like my story about, yeah. you know, just experiencing gay culture and like just sort of like going full throttle into it. In that's cool. I think that's a very cool pers- uh, perspective that I'm sure that some people can directly relate to, obviously. You're not alone. Yeah, totally. Know. Yeah. Um, uh, that's that's cool. It's fun. And so you have a web series you're conceiving? Or I'd like what? it to be... Well, I've, I've written a full pilot okay. at this point. Okay. But like an like episodic? Like an episodic, yeah, like a half-hour kind of dramedy. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I have the whole series like sort of outlined in the Bible and all that stuff that I'm still developing because I'm not sure. Like, I don't know. Maybe I just want to make it myself, you yeah, know, totally. and just, well, there's a lot going. of platforms. I mean, you can always, you know, you can always like try to get it out to pitch to networks, but there's also things like Deku and Reverie yeah. and, you know, there's lots of, um, 
like online places content. That, yeah, that yeah. can that can support. Yeah, and there's like and and so I'm just starting to look into that stuff because I don't really. It's all new to me. Yeah, you totally. Know? I think um, that's a great story too, especially while it's still fresh in who yeah, you are. Because right. And ten years from now, you won't be a late bloomer anymore. No, exactly. And, and even, <laughs> even two years later, it's already like, mm. like, yeah. you know what I mean? like <laughs> but, you, but you certainly know that experience, and like, it's not that far in the past. No, you, you know, like, no. And I'm like, still having new experiences. As many as you know, just yeah. as recently as three years ago, like you were in a totally different place. Yeah, I was dating know? a woman. Yeah. And I was living in West Hollywood dating a woman. Yeah. <laughs> and then I moved to Echo Park and came out of the closet. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> so weird. But yeah, that's kind of the thing. And then I'm writing a feature too based on um, this whole fucking Instagram culture. Um, the gay Instagram culture, you know, because there is like this yes. whole... Insta-gay. Yeah. What is, what, what is the gay Instagram culture? I literally joined Instagram myself. Like a week ago. Yeah, I saw that. I followed you. Thank you. I saw it because you put it on the podcast thing. Pretty pushed um, into it because of the podcast. Well, right, right, because I, I just kind of noticed it's like, you know, as we post for the podcast, like, you know, we're putting, you know, Nathan Streifel's like at, you yeah, know, whatever. And I'm like, and where's then mine? Just, just me. <laughs> well, I could Why have not a hyperlinks? Yeah. Thing, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah. like fine. Totally. totally. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah. actually now, I think I really prefer Instagram to Facebook. Absolutely. Facebook has just gotten so political and it's just like, it's so ugly. Now. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just ugliness. I don't, I don't really want to engage with Trump voters. I just don't. No. And I don't really have any as my own friends, but, but I have friends that do and that, you know, it's just like, ugh, I don't want to. Uh. It's ugly. It's like really ugly. And it's. Yeah. It is, it's a bulletin board. It's like you said, I just did, like, um, Vlad is now doing these, like, media influencer, like, um, I don't know, like, workshops, I guess you'd call them. Okay. So, I'm... Learning to become a media influencer. You, too, can become Paris Hilton. (laughs) Well, they're basically, like, yeah, be the gay Paris Hilton, basically. (laughs) Like, learn how to get that gay voice out, right? Yeah. And, um, that's, like, the big thing that they said. They're, like, think of Facebook as, like, that's your landline, like... You're only going to use that for, like, some big banner announcements. But, like, other than that, it's, like, Instagram and Twitter, you know? Yeah. yeah and if yeah, you're yeah, under 20, sure. then it's Snapchat. Yeah. Which I don't. And Although I think Snapchat is becoming less of a thing. Unless There's, you're under 20. No, okay. YouTube's really a big platform for kids, too. For True. teens. True. 10 to 20 is yeah. huge. I love YouTube. It's great. I like YouTube too. It's like it's there's some I mean there's some just really great stuff on YouTube. Yeah. Like and it's so personal and Yeah. Yeah. But there's there, there, there's so many. That's the hard part. Yes. It's like well, and making yourself stand out. I mean, we're here, like, putting this out there. I mean, yeah. You found us. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. But, uh, you know, it's just, like, getting getting stuff out there. How do you differentiate yourself, you know? Um, I think it's... not easy. I think it's a big part of what you guys are doing, what we were talking about earlier, is, like, just being really prolific. Just doing it and doing it and doing it because... Well, the consistency. I yeah. Mean, I think we really... It's, I feel it's important, like... Just, we gotta just put one out every week you know it's like, yeah just do that yeah and because for for me when I first came out like one of the first things I did was I found 
what are the consistency in your grinder hooks. Yes, and, and like, once a week on Thursday afternoon, <laughs> once a week on Thursday afternoon, I have a standing appointment with my dick. <laughs> Gotta be prolific with that dick. Yeah, that is well, the message. Don't neglect it. Don't neglect it. Lord knows I did. <laughs> I did. I what, did. What That's, were you saying though? Well, just you have to. Oh well, I I I started just looking at every possible gay resource. Like right. I bought that book, How to Be Gay. Do you know that book? No. It's like a real study. It's like in queer studies and like queer theory and all this stuff. It's really good. Interesting. And I was like, wow, it was so fascinating, you know. But it really didn't teach me anything about. You know what? I life. one thing I did. Um, yeah, right. Of course, you already know how to be gay. It's not yeah, that exactly. Psychedelic. <laughs> 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 boom! Figured that one and out. Boom! What's next? The shoulder. One thing I did, which is not necessarily what that anyone else needs to do, but like. You know, the Gay and Lesbian Center is really great. Um, yeah. It's a really great resource. Um, and they have, like, group therapy groups. Yeah. Yep. Um, that I did for a very long time. Um, and that was so helpful. Mm. Like, just um, partially because it, at different times it was... Um, uh, the, the, the therapist for it was really amazing. Um, and... But it, like that group of people that I did that with over a, a, a few number of years, um, it was just an amazing kind of support system. Yeah, like I think community. that's good, especially when you come out. Yeah. We yeah. didn't have any sort of gay-straight alliance when I was in high school. I wonder if Aberdeen High School has one now. You better. You better. Somebody, somebody start one. Um, but yeah, when I, I, when I went to college, uh, I immediately joined the LGBT group that was yeah. the on-campus club or whatever, and I think it was nice to just like be like, hey, we're all gay, let's talk for a second. Yeah. For me, I mean, I, I, I feel like it was just going to college and being able to have that experience away from home allowed me to kind of come out and become comfortable and be in a different environment where I could just say I'm gay and there's no preconceived yeah. yeah, and I think that's part of why I left college. Yeah. Like, I think that I was just so afraid of what could happen. Mm -hmm. Like, even though I lost my virginity within the first week to a woman when I was in college, but then, it, <laughs> and, and then, it, and, and that was also the proof to myself, like, oh, I guess I'm not gay. Mm. You know, that was a lot of like the, the talk in my head about it. Mm -hmm. But, right. but now, yeah, that's a huge thing is like, Finding gay communities, it's pretty fascinating. Yeah. You know. That, that I mean, my fr my first friend group when I came here was very important to me. Um, and but and also that, that therapy group, just hearing people's stories and knowing that, like, you're not alone and experiencing certain things. Yeah. Just having a place to kind of, like, work that out and be able to express things and, like, dark times and like yeah and feeling compulsive or whatever about things you know I don't know it was it was really it was really helpful so I just you know I just occurred to me as like, like someone coming out late mm. that there there may be resources you know yeah that yeah I, th I think so um I, I have a, a new therapist now who's gay and he's great and he he has recommended that stuff he's like if you ever feel like it's like you just need more like people to talk to you know which does yeah. come up because like I have tons of gay friends but 
I'm in my 30s. A lot of them are coupled up. They don't want to go out anymore. Like, it's like, what is going on, you guys? Yeah, that's so true. You know, and like, so it's really fascinating, like, trying to expand my gay network, you know, and like, in a way that's authentic and just like, I just want to hang out. I just want to be around gay people. I think, I think as you get older, people do start to settle into their friend groups. And I think if you are in a situation where you're trying to create a new one, the older you get, I think it gets more difficult because a lot of people have made their friends and aren't as... It's so much easier when you're like 21 and you yeah. move to a city and all of the other people are 21 moving to the city without any yeah. anybody else. I think the when you do get a little bit older, maybe it, it can become a little more... Well, yeah. I mean, the, the people that I you know first met when I came here at like 27... Um, they don't really go out, you know, it's like yeah. they, 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 they are in couples or they just don't go out the same way. Yeah. Um, I still like to go out. I found that I made some younger friends, you know, <laughs> yeah. that do go out. Um, which is, I like to do that. Which is the fun part about going out, like, which, which always used to be the part that I hated about going out. And now that it's like meeting gay people, like whoever the fuck they are, whatever age, whatever type, blah, it's just like, this is amazing. Like, yes. And, and like, I've joined some gay writers groups and stuff. That's been oh, that's really great. cool. Yeah. That's been really fun. Um, but I, that's my favorite part is that, yeah, there are people that are like all different ages and all over the spectrum and, you know, such diverse backgrounds mm-hmm. that are just like looking to meet people and hang out and like, you know, it's kind of special really especially in LA like it's it's a very it's a nice it's nice to be in a big city because you really get that more oh I yeah think, you know I can't imagine but you have to find places to connect with people yeah and, and there's yeah. you know and there's you know there's I mean LA it's 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 really um, there's lots of different types of people here for different reasons and yeah. there's like a whole community of People that do theater or dancers and or you know fashion or yeah, yeah and photography any of it just yeah. a lot of really really creative people who are doing a lot of different things yeah so it's a it's a good town I've always liked it it's a good town L A yeah mm, yes it is good yeah you I think I'd ever move I've tried I think I was telling you like I tried to move to Chicago when my friend was at Northwestern she oh, was going yeah. to grad school there and uh, she was like I was going through a hard time and she was like why don't you just, why don't you just do some theater in Chicago? Like, why don't, you know, like, it's How great here. <laughs> like, I have a huge apartment. It's cheap. I was like... It is cheap. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And I moved there in the dead of winter. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> with, with, with thinking that I was transferring from Apple Store at the Grove to Apple Store on Michigan Avenue. Oh, I had yeah. my interview and all that stuff. Yep. And then, and they were like, great, it's all set. And I moved there and then I was like, when's my start date? And they never called me back and I, and I finally had to go in the store. I was like, what's going on? And they're like, yeah, you, we decided not to hire you because you don't seem like your career Apple. You said you want to come here to do theater and you're an actor and stuff, so you should just do that. Oh my God. So then I was just broke. Oh my God. Like, I needed this Apple. job. I just moved here. Yes. Jesus yeah. Christ. I was like, so. Have you ever met an actor? That's, like, hello. Like, that's how it goes. <laughs> yeah. So like, that's not very genius. No. Apple. Yeah. That's the opposite of genius. <laughs> yeah. So I, it didn't last long in the dead of winter as my money drained out. I, I basically just came running back to LA. Yeah. Right. And then you're living with your friend and you were like, realize like, 
Oh my god, I hate her. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have a coat. This bitch. <laughs> Get me the fuck oh out of here. I moved here to stay with you? What? What was I oh thinking? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so happy to live alone now. I finally... It's taken me a long time to get to that point, but it is so great. It is great to live alone. Yeah. I love living alone, too. Yeah, it's pretty special. It's like... I mean, I actually, I think that's how I was able to come out, even. It was like, finally, I was just by myself. Yeah. You well, know? it's important to have the your the space, space and the privacy and the um, safety to kind of, like, do that yourself. And then, you know, if you're, you know, finding grinder hookups, you know, and just to be able to, like, kind of control your own environment and not yeah. have to, like, worry about, like, someone else. Yeah, who's know? gonna hear, like, all that stuff. Yeah, like with my last... It's so strange because... We don't have to be self-conscious about like, you know, like... Um, yeah, well, someone's coming to hook up. And yeah. To... Hey, did you take my coconut oil? <laughs> <laughs> now we're getting a little insight into what goes on at Chase Rifle. That's right. Yeah, no, no, I have my own jar of coconut oil. Well, no, but right. your roommate may steal it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> don't use that one for the popcorn. No. <laughs> don't cook with that. No, 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 no. Don't do it. No, no. If it's in my room, it's there for a reason. Yes. <laughs> yeah, for my uh, oil point on my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's the only thing. <laughs> That's it. That's the only crazy thing. Oh my god, funny. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on the pod. Yeah, guys. thanks for yes. having me, you guys. Um, so, so Silver Lake Afternoon, is it available for people to watch yet, or is it still Not kind of doing um, festival stuff? It's still doing festivals. Um, we're waiting to back hear back from probably like 80 festivals at this Dang. point. Yeah. So, so, uh, when did you start submitting it? Um, February. Okay. So it's still kind of a baby festival. Yeah, for sure. You know? for and sure, so for sure. um, I'm kind of seeing that out. I did, I, I am talking to a couple online, you know, distributors to see, just see what that is as a possibility. But um, well, yeah, I, for I sure. think for a short, it's great to find a, an eventual home for yeah, it. Yeah, I think that would be what really else great. happens to a short. Exactly. You know? yeah. yeah. Otherwise, it'll just it, I'll find it for I'll, it's going to live online at some point. Yeah. But for sure. um, but for now, um, if you go to the website silverlakeafternoon.com, you can see an excerpt from it that was on um, out.com and pride.com. It's like a little scene oh, chunk nice. from it. Amazing. Um, and and then there's a trailer on YouTube too. And then nice. you can see all of our stuff on Instagram. It's at Silver Lake Afternoon. Do you have a YouTube channel? I do, yeah. So so if you look me up, Michael Osborne, you'll it's on it, the trailer's on there. And, and subscribe some of my stuff. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so please subscribe. Yeah. We need the subscribers. And, and subscribers. Subscribers, please. And, and subscribe the, to this podcast. Such so a subscribe. Yes, and the insta- <laughs> your Instagram is at uh, mine is at Mr. Underscore Osborne. Perfect. And Silver Lake Afternoons is at Silver Lake Afternoon. Cool. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming here thank and joining us. Me. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's been awesome. super it really has fun. Been awesome. Yes. Super fun. And um, if you guys like us, of course, tell your friends, give us five-star ratings or don't bother, and 
Um, subscribe, subscribe, like, like share, review, uh, review. Send us. Yeah, give us a review. Give a review. We, yeah, we don't have a lot of reviews. If we have five star ratings, but um, review. If anybody has an incredible celebrity that they think they just needs to be on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're just sitting there with Madonna and want to write us, like the answer is yes. 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 We'll have her on. We'll have her on. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We have a Gmail. Uh, yeah, you can always reach out is to us. happening the podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Or direct messages on Instagram. Indeed. Okay, All right. Great. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.